0: yesterday we posted on our social media if you were affected by e-scooters and bikes on the footpaths in your area you spoke and we listened and that's our message you tell us and we tell them Claire on email said they are not suitable for, on social media said they are not suitable for footpaths and someone will get hurt, particularly older people Kenny says the five footpaths are like a racing track that's in the Wexford town area Shirley says they fly up and down the footpath in Bishop's Water that's also in the Wexford town area. Catherine is sick to death of having to step off the path for scooters and cyclists, nobody worrying about the rules of the road either Phil said Wexford County Council needs to be lobbied for safer segregated cycle tracks and Mike said should not be allowed in footpaths and should have some way of controlling the speed, also high-vis and helmet should be compulsory, many comments on Facebook agree with Mike's comments. Let's link in with Kira Murphy who's with Wexford Wexbug, who are a very strong advocates for safe cycling, good morning to Kira Good morning Alan,
1: how are you?
0: Good to talk to you, Kira Grand, it's a very uh, important topic. We have got a lot of reaction to a post we put up on our social media outlets yesterday. And basically it was spawned by somebody in the John Street area in Wexford who asked to remain nameless, saying that they take their lives in their hands every time they step out the door for fear of scooters or bicycles coming down footpaths. Now, it's an issue, and it's an issue that you and your your colleague, uh, Phil Skelton, are aware of, and you have suggestions as well. First of all, what would you say to the lady in John Street or anyone else who's been going through this?
1: Well, I'd like to say that, um, as someone who lives in the town as well, and my I walk out my front door onto the footpath, I think that we might be asking the wrong question here. Um, the issue is that there is an issue on our footpaths in Wexford Town, um, but I would suggest that it's not actually uh, cyclists or people cycling scooters that is the problem. Um, I feel that there is an issue regarding enforcement of already existing law in regards to motorists encroaching on those spaces, and John Street is a very tight street, so is the fight where I live in terms of the footpath space, and the question we should be asking is why do people not feel safe cycling and scooting on the road?
0: Okay, so that's a that's an alternative view. It's a view that I'm sure a lot of people may not have been aware of, but they are aware of it now. Based on what, Kira? Where are you coming from on this?
1: Well, twenty percent of deaths on our roads are pedestrian deaths. I would be asking who is killing them. Uh, It's not cyclists and scooters, Um, and I'm not trying to assign blame unfairly here, but that doesn't even account for uh, the hundreds of injuries, uh, minor and serious, that are inflicted upon pedestrians every single day. We know that we have a road safety issue in Ireland. We know that we have a road safety issue in Wexford. And, you know, us at Wexburg were, frankly, a little bit astounded that the issue of pedestrian peril was being framed in this context when there's a big elephant in the room, but it has four wheels, not two
0: four wheels not two but I I mean you you cannot excuse somebody on a scooter and a bicycle flying down a footpath either at the same time I mean you couldn't excuse that like this lady who contacted me it was fearful and afraid that she's going to get badly hurt
1: yeah and no one should have any fear for their safety while being a pedestrian around Wexford Town like I agree with that um, and I'm not excusing any bad behaviour this is not something that I've experienced The majority of people that I see uh, cycling and scooting around are children on their way to school, or in my area are a lot of vulnerable adults who are going to do their shopping. My question would be, why are our local politicians so silent on this issue? There are millions of euro waiting to be spent on putting in safe, segregated cycle networks, safe pathways for pedestrians. We haven't spent any of that money, Alan. It's all just sitting on spreadsheets.
0: Okay.
2: So
1: So the solution is infrastructural.
0: Solutions is infrastructural. Talk to me more about your proposed solutions.
1: Okay, so I'll give you a comparison. So I'm in Dublin currently, this is where I work, but I live in town. Uh, when I was cycling between Connolly and my uh, place of employment in Grange-Gorman, I was cycling along safe, segregated cycle infrastructure. That means we do not share the space with cars or pedestrians. Who was I sharing the cycle lane with? Children in school uniforms going to school. You do not see that in Wexford Town, um, and there is plenty of space for it. Look, it is uncomfortable as a motorist, and I am a driver too. I've been driving for 15 years. It is uncomfortable for us to realise that our behaviour has consequences when we get behind the wheel of the car. But that is the hierarchy of uh, responsibility on the roads. So the solution that I propose is that the council be a little bit brave about this. Yes, it might mean reallocating or restructuring some of the ways that we use our roads in towns. But international and national research shows that if you put the safe, segregated infrastructure for cyclists, scooterists, pedestrians in place, everyone can share the road in a more equitable and safe way. The issue is safety, but it is a bigger issue than just a few people going rogue. It's an issue regarding drivers not being responsible where they should be and I think we can all admit that when we get behind the wheel of the car, we are the danger on the roads and we have the responsibility to check that behaviour.
0: And finally, when it comes to legislation on scooters, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, there, are, there is legislation as regards cycling, but what about uh, scootering?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's legislation regarding cycling already. I mean, the minister at the time, Pascal Donoghue, when he was bringing in, uh, you know, an extension of the cycling legislation, had to actually roll back on his own ban on cycling on footpaths for the under 12, which many people might not be aware of because he and his government of the day had to acknowledge that it's simply not safe for them to cycle on the roads. So I would assume that common sense might prevail and some similar legislation would come in. But, I mean, there are already uh, public order legislations in that can kind of deal with abusive behaviour. But this is incredibly rare, Alan, and that's what I really want to promote here. We all know that road safety is an issue. Pedestrians are dying and being injured in excessive amounts on a daily basis. It is not cyclists and people on scooters and, frankly, children who are doing this. So I think we need to be reasonable keep the head and ask our local politicians why have they done nothing in the last 20 years to promote cyclists and scooter
0: and pedestrian safety in Wexler town? Our thanks to Kieran. as borne out by Peter who has sent in the following comment. What a disappointing way to frame a discussion about road safety in our town Alan. Numbers being killed by motorists has gone up for the last couple of years nationally. Last week the journal reported that 76% of disqualified drivers haven't given up their licences. Here in town we have illegal endemic footpath parking by motorists yet to go after children cycling on footpaths. It's an awful Take and that comes in uh, from Peter. Uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts with us, Peter. Um, let's link in with Claire and Siobhan who join me now. Good morning to you, Claire. Hi, Alan. And good morning to you, Siobhan. Morning. So, you've heard from Kira. I've just read out Peter's comment there. So, it, it, it's really, I mean, the, the amount of comments we've got in about this issue, and it's not just in the Wexford town area, it's around the county as well, are huge. Uh, so, what's your view on it, Claire? What do you think?
2: Well, my understanding is that the electric bikes and scooters and the e-bolt bikes are are not made for footpaths in Wexford. They're made for roads only. The key point to this is that they could easily knock down an elderly person, especially if they have mobility issues or poor eyesight. Mm. It would also be possible to crash into a wheelchair user, overturning it, causing a serious injury to that person. Yeah. My second point is, it is so dangerous to use these modes of transport on the footpaths where parents and young children are walking. The speed in which travel along the footpath wouldn't allow a parent or guardian to give enough warning yeah. to move the child out of immediate danger.
0: Right. Uh, and Claire, um have you witnessed this yourself? Have you been... Have
2: you, uh, uh, Yeah, I've... Uh, I'm an eighty caller role model. I'm a member of the Wexford Able Disabled Club. I attend the hub where I have taken my own life on my hands. Some days walking to to the hub, yeah. keeping them happy along. And I've one last thing before we go. Yeah. Uh, don't judge a disability by its visibility.
0: Don't judge a disability by its visibility. Visibility. Yes. Yeah. Visi- yes. Okay. Uh, that's, that's a very interesting comment. Would you like me to tell you where, are you, to tell us where you're coming from on that, please?
2: Um, well, I came up with this because, like, I have a disability myself and I think it's very unsafe for people yeah. that are elderly and people with disabilities that are not safe out there. With yeah. I mean, these bikes
0: that are on the roads. Yeah, like, like both Kira and Peter who sent in the comment, and I might get a chance to talk to Peter just after 11 if you'll come on and chat to us. And, that, and basically said, don't be pointing the finger at young children. It's not them that are causing it. And in fact, Kira made some very interesting points there about motoring as well. Uh, Claire, thank you for talking to us this morning and sharing that with us. Um, thank you. You, you made some very valid points. Now, Siobhan, you've been listening to Kira and Claire and I've read out Peter's comment. Um, yeah. Wh- what have you witnessed, Siobhan? Are you in the Area or
3: I, live, I live in Wexford Town oh, area. I'm both a motorist and um, a pedestrian okay. and um, like I walk my young child to and from school every morning and pick him up and the issue I have um, with when I'm walking with my son is the speed at which the scooters are going on the footpaths. It's the fact that the footpaths are so narrow also encroached upon, and I know some motorists can't help it because the lack of parking outside their houses, especially in town. But the motor, the footpaths, and this is what we're forgetting these were built for people using their feet footpaths, the name. They're not used, they're meant, not meant to be used by cyclists or scooters. They're meant to be used by people who walk. And I think what we're forgetting as well is that the scooters are quite silent usually, right. so you don't hear them coming up behind you. So if you have an issue with your mobility, never mind a disability, because yeah. I have an issue that's on, on and off, going ongoing with my hip. So I can't jump out of the way quickly. Right. And neither can an elderly person. And I'm not being funny, but we shouldn't have to. Right. When you're on a footpath, you're meant to be safe. I'm meant to be, you know, teaching my child how to walk to and from school and be safe. I'm not, I shouldn't have to teach him, be careful of a cyclist on the footpath, be careful of a scooter on the footpath. You should only have to be worrying about people walking or running, you know, if that needs be. But the point I'm getting at is that the footpaths, I agree with what Kira says, the infrastructure in Wexford is very bad. It's not greatly designed for cyclists or people using their scooters. And I think it's fantastic that people ever since COVID want to use these methods of transport and we should be encouraging it. However, they shouldn't be on a footpath. Right, we're we're, getting, we're cycle lanes
0: in place we are getting some amazing reaction to this topic this morning we will revisit it again shortly after 11 because some of the comments coming in are quite astonishing but the Road Traffic and Road Act uh, 2023 quite clearly states it creates a new vehicle category called Powered Personal Transporters PPTS, which includes e-scooters and I won't go down through all of it uh, Siobhan, but it says S- safety requirements state that e-scooters may not be used on footpaths or in pedestrianised areas.
3: Exactly, that's that's my huge issue with it. So that's because it. I mean, scooters should not should be on be, footpaths at all. Yeah. No, they shouldn't be at all. No, mm. because that's a creating a danger. I mean, everybody wants to be able to get to where they're going, whether it's by car, by foot, by, by, foot, yeah. by cycling, or using scooters safely. And I agree with them, the first caller there, there are a lot of people that are doing it very safely. They're wearing the high visibility jackets. I see them, you know, going up and down towards Grina on the cycle paths, yeah. you know, leading up or on the hard shoulders. And they're driving up to and from work. And it's brilliant. Okay. But, I mean, it is a fantastic uh, thing that, this is even available. However there are a lot of people who are not abiding by any rules or regulations whatsoever I see parents picking up their children with their e-scooter and the child's e-scooter and mm. booting it along the, foot, the footpaths mm. and there is a lot of children coming out of school at 3, as you can imagine. And there's no room. So there's either cars getting damaged or there's people nearly getting
0: run over by these e-scooters. That shouldn't be... OK, Siobhan, I just want to go back to some more of the information I have here in front of me. While these changes do not require regulations, administrative systems are currently being adapted by the relevant state bodies to allow e-mote owners to register and tax their vehicles and to undergo a driving test, these new rules will come into effect alongside the rules for e-scooters when the relevant parts of the Act are commenced in early 2024, Are they in? This is the question I need to find out. As is the case now, neither e-bikes nor e-mopeds will be permitted on footpaths or in pedestrian areas. Like bicycles, e-bikes may be used in cycle lanes and the use of helmets and PPE will not be mandatory. However, e-mopeds users will be required to wear appropriate helmets and PPE and will not be permitted to use cycle lanes. But you've made some very, very strong points. I have to wrap it up there. What are you calling for? Um, Sorry? What are you actually calling for now?
3: I, I'm actually calling for, well, if who's going to police these rules and regulations, one. Two, I would like that when people are actually sold an e-scooter, they're reminded of the rules, that they are not to be used on footpaths. And that if parents wish to have their children do this, well, then do it in an enclosed area where it's safe, whether it's with, in an estate, whether it's up by Min Ryan Park, wherever it's allowed and it doesn't impact people, especially at school times. I think it's a huge issue to and from school. And people will get injured. And unfortunately, you know, and um, unfortunately, the other thing about that I was saying about being a motorist as well is that there are often, you know, when you're waiting at a road to cross over roads, usually people look yeah. where they're going left and right. I've had e-scooter literally minuscule an inch away from the front of my car because I was watching the cars coming around a one way system and it flew across me from the opposite direction. And it didn't stop. So, parents, please teach your children. And please, you know, wear Hive is. And, and, you know, follow the rules and enjoy riding e-scooters. But please be aware of everybody else.
2: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.